I will set out for Gaul myself and confront our enemies. They will learn the error of their ways. But why might early Christians have called Nero the Antichrist? I will quash my deluded enemy, not with the sword. I intend to sing to them. Nero has lost his mind. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gays and straights, Russians, Ukrainians. We love you we all. Ex- we accept everybody on this hmm? here show. As this is yes. the life of the Emperor Nero, episode 30. Mm. Uh, how are you, my Danny DeVito lookalike friends? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Um, as you can imagine, uh, it's a lot of fun here. One day we have snow. The next day it's in the 70s. I, I take out the bathing suit. Then I bring out the scarf. I don't know what the fuck to do. Mother Nature can't make up her mind. But I think that's a sign of the end times. So no pressure, right? Oh. Don't, don't worry about tomorrow because it's probably not coming. I wish I was in the 70s. I could go and see Van Halen in their heyday, Alice Cooper, Zeppelin, the Sabs. Oh, Oh. Oh, well. Um, Speaking of uh, trippy things, I've got something to announce here publicly on the show. I can finally announce this. Uh, Yesterday I got my medical marijuana uh, um, (laughs) approvals through. (laughs) <laughs> from the federal government here in Australia. Right. So um, I, I, I went down to the dispensary. Like, this is fucking trippy. I mean, for Americans, it's probably no big deal. But for someone living right. in Australia, this is crazy. Uh, like, you know the story. A few years ago on the Bullshit Filter, you and I did a War on Drugs series. Yes. Um, we did like to some a, good things. a thousand episodes on the War on Drugs. Now, at the time... <laughs> Right. Neither you or I were, were users no. of no. anything stronger no. than coffee. Right. Um, right. And the occasional uh, uh, limoncello. But mm-hmm. since then, uh, oh. I, yes. I, Chrissy and I started using yeah. marijuana uh, for medical mm-hmm. reasons, uh, seriously, in all seriousness. Yes. Yes. You know, Chrissy had right. massive, she's got collapsed discs, massive back problems, getting worse as she got older. Uh, been through doctors, couldn't do anything for her outside of yeah. surgery, and 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 they well, they didn't recommend that because it's touch and go. Um, so she was just taking a lot of codeine, that kind of stuff. And then uh, a, a friend of hers said, "You should try weed; it's the best thing for bad backs and stuff like that." And she's yes. like, "Really?" So we we did procure some. This is about mm. coming up to nearly two years ago, and miraculous. Mm. Like if I if night if, and day, baby. If I hadn't seen it, I wouldn't believed it. I would have called bullshit right. on the whole thing. Um, but seriously, in two years, she hasn't had a bad back day. She was having two or three a week for that. For yes, that, I remember where that. Yes, you couldn't couldn't walk, bent over. I'd have to spend and hours massaging her oh so she could do yeah, and the pain and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, like forget. Doing kung fu, forget doing karate. None of that stuff yeah. would have been possible. Um, she started smoking weed. Boom! Just a couple of puffs at night. Like I'm not talking about getting high. I'm talking about a couple, right, couple of puffs right. at night before Taking bed. Yeah. Well, it, it just it just seems to relax that part of her back. I started mm-hmm. having a few puffs at the end of the day with her because she was. Uh, people don't believe me when I say this, but because she was self conscious, she's like, "I don't want to do it without you." And I was like, "That's yeah, right, right." That sounds um, like crazy. 
and yeah, we do everything together, me and Chrissy. Yeah. Uh, even the to even, each other. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and what I discovered is it helped me sleep. You know, I've, I've had bad insomnia problems for many years. Oh yes, really bad. So oh, that's yes. why my hair's grey and I look like as bad as I do. And <laughs> secondly, I was, I'd been getting really bad tension headaches once or twice a week from being hunched right. over a computer. Re, you know, researching these goddamn podcasts <laughs> for you ungrateful <laughs> people out there who don't send us drugs. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. And then. And, but I didn't, you know, I just thought that was a fact of life. And then about six months after we started smoking weed, Chrissy said, you haven't asked me to give you a neck massage for, for a long time. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I haven't had one of those headaches since we started smoking weed at night. Wow. <clears throat> wow. So anyway, we did that for 80 months. It's been absolutely miraculous. Um, uh, um, and then, you know, somebody told us, uh, the same guy who told us to try weed for her back, told us that there was now – it was really easy to get medical marijuana. He, he had heard in this country. So Chrissy did right. it a few months ago. I just did it uh, this week. Um, go see a doctor, special clinic. You go, they go, what do you need it for? You go, well, here's what's going on. Here's what I've mm-hmm. tried, didn't work. And they go, okay, yeah. boom, 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 boom. GP yeah. puts, in, puts in the thing to the government. Government comes back and goes, yeah, no worries, you can have this, this, and this. So I started uh, last night, so s- some CBD oil. Uh, microdosing CBD oil and THC oil, and then some THC or some uh, yeah you know, some from some full bud, some flower, some nugs. Uh, right. I, that's what Snoop told me I should call it. Um, at, at night, just to help with the sleep thing, a few puffs in a vape, not smoking it, just vaping it right. low temperatures, so it's not burning. You're just uh, inhaling the um, fumes, right. if you like. Uh, and now the reason I'm telling everyone, my, well, why are you telling me this on this podcast here, Cameron? Uh, I know you're an oversharer, but this is about Neo. Well, the reason I'm telling you this on a podcast is because I figure, right. um, brilliant businessman that I am, that if I report what's going on and my effects on this on the here podcast that I make mm-hmm. money from, mm-hmm. eh, my weed's all of a business expense. I can write it off. Um, I can write off my. I can write off my weed. As uh, research, because I'm doing, a, I'm telling people on a podcast that I get paid to do uh, about right. my experience. So um, good this is research. Is. I will be giving you updates on right. my weed. Um, yeah, it's 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 weird being like 51 and smoking weed for the first time. Well, I was probably 50. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, but yeah. you know, I figure I'm old and wise enough to uh, do whatever Handle. the fuck I want. Quite yeah. Yeah. Honestly, but yeah, right. Let me let me compare my story to yours. And so, like you, you know, up until recently, I mean, you know, we had never done anything in our lives, and so then I got some stuff illegally. It was completely illegal, and now the stuff in Virginia is like in a gray area, and the Republicans are not sure if they're going to finish off with the Democrats started. So anyway, so so I've been getting some stuff and having the time of my life. I've been sleeping better, more relaxed, yada 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 yada. Then I came across hemp which is legal. So now I go, I went from getting some stuff from a guy in the back of the van after blowing him to now I could just go on a website, Vance global, order it in the mail, comes right to my doorstep, get high as a motherfucker. It's completely legal. And it's incredibly cheap. $15 for one pack. 
oh, it's check out Vance Global. Uh, check and I, I popped a little cube, and uh, not even an hour later, I'm singing Disney tunes. Uh, I'm just having the greatest time of my life, and my family they pick on me, they record me, they they ask me questions. But the, but the point is. Because uh, you and I were talking about there was a lot of fear, there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of racism about the whole marijuana thing, you know, the 1930s, 40s, 50s. We've come a long way. We've learned a lot. Yeah. And as long as you're responsible, it can it can improve your life and it can help you with a lot of pain or sleeping or anxiety or whatever. Consider it. But please, you know, and I think we found out that you probably shouldn't do it until you're at least 26 when the brain finishes developing. But don't let what your parents or grandparents were taught affect or influence you because yeah. they were told lies. Yeah. 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 Global is the way to go. Yeah. I'm looking at their website. I'll have to order some stuff for when we come over and have oh. it delivered to you. Uh, you. We got to the Grand Canyon, a bunch of gummies. Yes. Oh, I, was, I was told to look over the North Rim while under the influence. <laughs> and I would never forget that moment. Uh, that's what someone told me. No names. The podcaster, but he said, "Yeah, hit and look. Hit uh-huh. in this case, chew yeah. and look." So uh-huh. I can't wait to and try not to fall. Right? It's not hit, right. look, fall. No, 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 no. That's that's no. That's that's a different game. If we're finished with the drug talk now, that the, the pep talk. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you ever gotten an email from a Nigerian prince who desperately <laughs> needs your help? Um, all they need is your time, your dedication, your understanding, but most importantly, your bank details. You ever, you ever got an email like that? Um, yes, a Nigerian, Kenyan. Um, and of course, <laughs> there we go. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've yeah. always uh, obliged because. Uh, oh, you're a good person. Oh, yeah, I try. I try. D back. heart. I just de-back my way through <laughs> it. Okay, well, listen. When's the last time we said that? Oh, good for you. Good for you bringing yeah. that up. So it seems that Nero got his own email. Um, ah, mm, yeah. yes, so, he did. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. All right, let's get into Nero. So uh, yes. we're late 65 CE. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we've been talking for the last few episodes about the Pisonian conspiracy. And, and yes. according to Tacitus, after that it all passed after the deaths of Seneca and Lucan, the poet, as we saw in the last right. episode. There were plenty more deaths of the Roman elite. Uh, some were executed. Some were just banished for being mm-hmm. friends of Seneca. And fortunes right. were taken away from all of these people. Now, we always say follow the money. Yes. Which is... Uh, Never, it's it's never a bad idea to follow the money. It may not necessarily lead you to the right conclusion about why things are happening, but it's worth doing anyway. For example, the whole Russia-Ukraine thing at the moment, if you follow mm-hmm. the money and figure out who's profiting from these Russian sanctions, um, you come right. up with some interesting answers. Who's picking up all of the oil contracts and gas supply contracts to Ukraine and Europe now that Russia's under Ooh, sanctions? Hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Ah, I wonder let's if see. this was part of a cunning plan. But yeah. let's not let's not get distracted <laughs> by that. That's for the bullshit right. filter. Um, yes. Now, there's a tendency because of the follow mm. the money rule in in the histories, the old right. ones and the current ones more modern ones, to suggest that Nero was getting rid of all of these people just so he could get his hands on the money. 
Right. How do you how do you read that, Ray? Do you think that's what's going on here? Is he just knocking people off because he wants their cash? Mm, yeah. No, two birds, one stone. The Pisonian conspiracy, to some degree, because you know some people were punished that may not have been directly involved, or maybe like uh, Seneca knew of it, just wasn't going to do anything. There was a real threat against Nero's life. That had to be dealt with. Those people had to be removed, taken out, exiled, whatever, he, you know, whatever happened. But it's a cherry on top to go, and by the way, I'm confiscating everything you and your family have. So I'm building this giant statue of myself. And, you know, we'll probably go into all this stuff later after the fire. And so it's a win-win for Nero. Some people are genuinely trying to kill him. But at the same time, he needs the cash. So as long as he isn't murdered anytime soon, it's kind of working out for him. What do you think? Yeah, look, it's, well, we know the conspiracy was real. So mm-hmm. I look, maybe there's a little bit of both in here. Maybe it's, you know, get rid of the conspirators or anyone who was close to the conspirators and might have known, uh, clean right. the decks, you know, killing the heads of the five families. <laughs> uh, it's a Stalinist purge here. And... Right. Okay, yeah. so I, I can see the argument that if I'm Nero and I have an opportunity now to legitimize getting rid of my enemies, I can go, oh, mm-hmm. they're probably a conspiracist. You might take it <laughs> to get right. rid of these people. But the flip side of that argument is he could do this anyway. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Nero doesn't need an excuse to get I'm rid of people. Baby. Uh, yeah. yeah, and he, you know, I mean, it's he's, dictator. He killed his own mother for fuck's sake. I mean, yeah. you, you can, <laughs> you can do anything, justify anything, right? He's Nero. Right. He can go. Right. He yeah. smells funny. Get rid of him. I mean, and yeah. people would, be, and the Senate would be like, yeah, oh fuck, yeah, he does. But I'd never noticed that before. Thank you for pointing Thank that out. Pointing That's that offensive. Out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you, great sir. Yeah. yeah. Have some, have some S- cash. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there may be a bit of this, but the books seem to make too big a deal out of this. And they're yes. like, they're trying to demonize him by going, oh, I just killed everyone to take the money. But yeah, come on, this is a real conspiracy. And as you say, he had to, he had to purge the swamp. Look, why not make a few shekels <laughs> along the way if you're doing right. that? But I don't, I, I don't, I don't buy yeah. this story that he was just getting rid of people to get their money. It's too much, yeah. Speaking of money, he then obviously paid the usual bribe to the to the soldiers to stay loyal, both in cash and grain. Right. Because, That's what you do, yeah. well, yeah, you need to keep the army happy. I mean, yeah. yeah. The troops got 2,000 sesterces and a gift of, yeah, complimentary grain so they can eat and they can buy hookers and, and, and beer. What more does a soldier want? So he knows where his power lies. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that these emperors uh, feel the need constantly to have to bribe the army. Like one might think that if you are inherently chosen by the people and the gods and uh, the army has already sworn loyalty to you, that you don't need to bribe them. Yeah, to yeah. maintain that loyalty, but I guess you know he's a realist. Uh, safety <laughs> policy, safety, and plus, if, yeah. it's not like he's this great military fighter who leads from the front, and and he's like has this physical presence where he can just scare the shit out of you by looking at you. This guy's going to recite poetry for God's sake. He better keep paying <laughs> these soldiers. You know what I'm saying? But that I don't, just better. 
I don't even know how much of a bribe it is. I mean, because if I'm a soldier and Nero comes and, you know, gives me 50 bucks and uh, reach around to stay loyal, I'm thinking, well, that's that's nice. But I know the guy who's coming to take your seat is going to offer me that and probably more. I mean, anyone who's a pretender to the throne is going to say, hey, listen, yeah. You know, once I get in the job, oh, 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 oh my triple, gosh. triple, yeah, yeah, but not just to reach around, words. I will, you know, insert yeah. a finger and swallow. I, I will mean, swallow, I will yeah, swallow, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't really know how much loyalty that buys. I think you have to go through the motions, but I'm not really sure you're buying yeah. anyone's loyalty for more than five minutes when you do that. That's true, but better safe than sorry. I'd rather, if I have to make an error, it'd rather be on the side of caution than not paying these guys and maybe they get disgruntled. Who? I don't need that problem. Here's some money. Better it's safe the problem. Yeah, it's the problem with dealing with mercenaries as right. big no 80s films uh, taught us. <laughs> but right. maybe, uh, to add a dimension to this, maybe there is a sense of Roman loyalty here for the soldiers. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, we swore loyalty to you. But if you give them cash and grain and they re-swear loyalty to you, to turn around and, and betray that uh, uh, yeah. is probably not yeah, – I mean, it's not very Roman. I mean, it's not very anything. But we know the Romans <laughs> took that stuff pretty seriously, yes. at least in theory, loyalty, honour. Right. You know, that's, you know they, they were the mafia, right? You, you know, you swore yeah. an oath um, to yeah. the emperor, uh, particularly if you've just taken money recently and grain from him. To, you, you kind of feel obliged, I think, uh, to not be a cut. With what you just said, would that be more apropos of the old Rome and not this new Rome? Because Probably. Richard Richard Holland in his book was saying, um, the the distance between what the Roman leaders were and maybe what a, a pharaoh were seems to be shrinking. It's like they're becoming Eastern, more Eastern. Is, and it's not just, I gave you my word and therefore I will never break my word. No, it's about cash. It's about what have you done for me lately? It's about ostentatiousness. And I I, um, I don't know, he was just making an interesting point, but it seems it's it's more about the pocketbooks versus the honor, and is that what Rome has either become or is becoming? Yeah. Look, I mean, you and I have been doing these shows for 20, 30 years now, it seems, and uh, I like I remember going back to the – if we go back 165 years, you go back to – the days of uh, the Gracchi, or mm-hmm. Sulla and Marius, and uh, the, the the first triumvirate, and yeah. uh, Clodius, and, and all these guys, like uh, there was always dodgy shit going on with buying yes. loyalty and switching loyalties and buying your way into the patriarchy or into the plebeian level so you can become a tribune Mm and uh, I mean at least going back a couple hundred years there was you know corruption uh mercenary kind of behavior not on behalf of the armies per se but certainly on behalf of the elite and you know I think that's how these things happen right the fish rots from the head yeah as they always say yeah as soon as corruption becomes established and normal normalized in the elite, 
yeah. everyone who looks up to them goes, well, you know, we know these guys are corrupt, so why, why so shouldn't we be corrupt? They, you know, because remember the the. During the time of the Gracchi and the time of Gaius Marius, the de- one of the definitions of loyalty was, or honor was, if I buy you, you stay bought. That's the deal. I have your word of honor. And now I, I don't think it's that tight anymore. I think, like you said a minute ago, you pay me and then someone else is going to pay me more. Guess what? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm changing sides. And so I think it's more about um, everybody's self-interest than any sense of honor. And, but like you said, once someone does it, Pandora's box is open. That's now an acceptable thing to do. Guess what? Mm. We're all going to do it because we do not want to be left behind. Mm. Oh, I want to open Pandora's box. Um, <laughs> with your tongue. I had a great conversation with my hairdresser yesterday, Gareth. <laughs> he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's the greatest, Gareth. He's a... Uh, he's, uh, He's a cockney dude who stepped straight out of a Guy Ritchie film, covered in tattoos. Oh, my God. Um, hey, brother. Hey. That, that looks fucking pucker, brother. Fucking pucker. Anyway, we got talking about our joint love for eating eating pussy. And right. uh, he was like, oh, everything. I love everything about it. Me too. Man. Like I just obsess about it. He said, uh, you know, you think for guys like us, when we die, there's just like this heaven where it's just, you know, endless pussy that you can eat. Uh, that's wow. all you do. Like a buffet. I was like, dude, I said, I'm signing up to that religion. Let's start a religion. <laughs> I'd like to become a high priest if I may. Uh, and then he was saying if, if we go to war, uh, you know, if, mm-hmm. the, if we end up in world war now, which looks looks quite possible, yeah. Uh, yeah. he and I are going to create our own division. Uh, it's the pussy. Oh, the division. pussy lickers. Oh, yeah, okay, we'll no, have, that's even better. Said, that's instead better. of epaulets on our shoulders, we'll have like you know one pussy lip, two pussy lips, because uh, we'll be the generals. We'll have a little clit on our epaulets. Like, uh, oh, yeah. that's going to be yeah. fancy. Oh, I can, I can <laughs> so imagine that. Now. Getting my hair cut it was like half hour long. We're just having this conversation. It was uh, fantastic. Did, was there anybody else around? Were, were there any yeah. shocked? Yeah, oh, his wife. His wife. Learned? His wife was cutting. <laughs> Two, two women's hair right next to me, and his female assistant was right there. But I think they, they were listening. They were all busy having their own conversations, probably about right. cock. So I don't right. know. Cock, 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 cock. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But uh, it was Where great. Were we? uh, purging the swamp. Um, yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah. after all this, Nero summons the Senate oh, and laid out the evidence for the conspiracy, including all of the confessions that they had extracted, uh, mostly under torture. Right. And Tacitus says that there was no doubt amongst the people of the time that the conspiracy was a fact. Even He says even after Nero's death, people acknowledged that it had been a real thing. So, like, no no one was arguing about whether or not this was real. Um, He he wasn't imagining it. Yeah, some people say about Stalin's purges or whatever that he was just paranoid and making it all up. Well, according to Tacitus, in this case, no, this this was definitely real. He wasn't. He wasn't just a paranoid. The impression that you kind of get from the general milieu of of modern uh, quasi historians about Nero is that Mm -hmm. he was just crazy. And violent and off his rocker, right? Yeah, and 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 just running around killing people. Same thing they say about Caligula, bloody bloody blah. Mm -hmm. blah. But we we see in this again, like we did in Caligula. Well, actually, no. The ancients believed that these were real conspiracies, 
Maybe mm-hmm. he took down some people that weren't uh, legitimately involved, but we have no real evidence of whether he did or whether he didn't. I mean, Tasser right. the sense that he let some people just, you know, get banished. He didn't just run around killing everyone. He banished some people. So obviously he was being yeah. somewhat discerning about who got right. what punishment. Still took all of their shit when they got banished, hey, of course. You know, Price of so. doing business. Yeah. <laughs> then Nero awarded triumphal honours to a few people. Petronius Turpelianus, right. uh, the better than Petronius Purple Penis. Uh, <laughs> he, that uh, connomen was uh, very unfortunate. <laughs> this one was Turpelianus. Turpili right. ter, anus. Right. Turp my anus. Got it. <laughs> he was an ex-consul and ex-governor of Roman Britain. Obviously, uh, we assume from this, we don't know much about the role that he played, but he obviously played some major right. role in exposing the conspiracy or, or, or resolving the conspiracy. He mm-hmm. uh, got triumphal honours. So did Cocius Nerva, the ah. praetor-elect at the time, uh, old friend, I think, of Nero's. We've talked about mm-hmm. him before. And, of course, in the future will be the emperor for about five and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, and he also something. awarded yeah. honours to Tigellinus. The yes. Commander of the Praetorians. He's uh, Tacitus says Tigellinus and Nerva, he so distinguished as to place busts of them mm. in the palace, in addition to triumphal statues in nice. the forum. Now, you know what that is. That's high praise. <laughs> what that again? That's high praise. That's what that is. <laughs> Statues yeah, in the everybody forum. Will see it. That's wow. fucking awesome. In the marketplace, yeah. everybody will see it every day. Fuck me. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So Nero also gave, according to Tacitus, consuls decorations to Nymphidius Sabinus, mm-hmm. who was the son of an imperial freedwoman, Nymphidia, who was the daughter of Gaius Julius Callistus. Now, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I, I wasn't quite sure what he meant by consul's decoration. So I asked yeah. around people smarter than me. I asked right. uh, on Facebook. Uh, right. Well, no, it turns out <laughs> I didn't, but I tried. Uh, the lovely ladies at the Partial Historians, I asked oh, yes. uh, uh, yes. the, uh, the lovely Lindsay Powell, um, friends, uh, friends of the show, um, right. what they thought this meant. Lindsay F-O-S. was a smart ass and said, uh, have you got the actual, fr- the original phrase in Latin? And I was like, fuck uh, off. Quit I told showing. Him, I told him to fuck off in Latin. Um, <laughs> Take, send him a picture of your shirt. That a fix it. And uh, the partial historians came back and said maybe there just means like they're, you know, being having lictors walking in right. front of him with the fascies and, you know, a, a chair, a seat, the cure old chair. Oh, I, I love like, that. A, yeah, but that's a bit overkill, really, for uh, somebody, yeah. uh, we, you know, we don't really even know what this guy did. I mean, it's kind of. Well, Nero knew. A bit overkill. Yeah, well, he knew. Yeah. Now, yeah. 
this guy, uh, Nymphidius Sabinus, Galba, mm-hmm. says that there was speculation that his father was a gladiator mm-hmm. named Marti Anus, who he looked like, but Tacitus right. says that he claimed he was the illegitimate son of Caligula. Oh, my God. But right. you have to wonder why Nero would be awarding some guy who was spreading rumours that he was the yeah. illegitimate son of Caligula because that makes him a political threat, you would think. Exactly. Have him removed. Well, look, I'm going to give you this, this big honour. Uh, I don't know about a promotion, but here's a big honour. Ixnay on the I'm related to Caligula A, whatever. You know, shut the fuck up. Just take this, be happy with it, or my people might have to come and see you, and I'd hate for that to happen. Uh, it doesn't sound very Nero-esque to me. Like if if you yeah. think somebody's being a dick and a threat, you don't bribe them into being nice. You would whack them and say right. he was Maybe a traitor. Right. Maybe he didn't give it any uh, credence. Maybe he's like, ah, he's full of shit. Yeah. But who knows? Nero made his decision, so – yeah. Who knows? Or maybe the rumors, Tacitus doesn't really place a time on this. Maybe the rumors came later. Oh, maybe right. Nero started the rumors. Maybe it was all a big joke. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, and maybe it was a keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer exactly. strategy yeah. here. But it's yeah. one of those things I was like, really? Well, it doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense. And unfortunately, none of the ancient sources give us anything more to work with on this. Right. Uh, also, this Nymphidius Sabinus gets made the second Praetorian commander with Tigellinus after oh, his previous split. partner, Faenus Rufus, was put to death because, as we saw in previous episodes, he was in on the conspiracy. Yeah, got to go. Um, so this Nymphidius Sabinus gets the consular decorations and made a Praetorian commander, which is obviously turning out to be and has been since the days of at least uh, Tiberius mm-hmm. one of the most powerful uh, positions yes. in Rome. Yeah. Nero must have trusted him. Yeah. Or like you said maybe keeping him close, but that that's that's a very powerful position to give someone who you might think is a threat to you. Yeah. Yeah, you don't give somebody you yeah. think is a threat a bunch of crack soldiers whose job is to be your bodyguard, right? It's uh, and do whatever you say. Uh, yeah. yeah, not, not, not a good move. Yeah. yeah, maybe he was fucking this guy. That's the other um, option here. Ah, hey, mm. why not? Because we uh, don't judge. Mm, we don't mm. judge. Mm. Uh, uh, oh, this isn't the same guy that he actually marries later, is it? I don't know because that person was, I think, younger. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then offerings and thankgivings to the gods were decreed, according to Tacitus, with special honours yeah. to the sun who has an sure, ancient sure. temple in the circus where the crime was planned and having revealed by his power the secrets of the conspiracy. Uh, oh. Pretty pretty, pretty stupid planning a conspiracy. <laughs> Where a god can just conveniently overhear you and <laughs> leak shit. Uh, obviously, they didn't what? bribe the sun god uh, sufficiently. No. Not enough. No. Next time. Sacrifices to the sun god get to that. keep his fucking mouth shut. That's right. Snitches right. Snitch, get stitches, <laughs> bitches. They should have said to the sun god. Right. Yeah. How would you like to be replaced by the moon? Don't ask me how I would do it. That's not the fucking point. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, we've got this Jewish guy. 
everyone's talking about. <laughs> I will pull him out in a second. Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Right. We'll, and we'll just, his ass. We'll just put yeah. a, a picture of a sun behind his head, call it a halo, <gasps> and, oh, you know. And you're fucked, sonny boy. Yeah. He's a twofer. Two for one. He's, <laughs> he's man and the sun. Right. Sun was like, well, how the fuck does that work? He goes, hey, don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't even go details. there. Fuck we you. Will, Sometimes we it's will. a plate. Sometimes it's a halo, but don't worry about it. We will never need to explain in any coherent right. way how he can be two things. In fact, we're so good at this, we're going, to, we're going to make it three things at once. No one's ever going to be able to. If everyone tries to ask us, we'll just go, listen, it's too complicated. Yeah. You, you wouldn't are understand you, it. You're not even allowed to ask that question. Or not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're going yeah. to hell. You're going yeah. to hell. You shouldn't yeah. have asked. Yeah. Fuck you. You're going to a, hell. That's that's we figured it out. <laughs> that's the get. Uh, we figured out the basis of Christianity. It's like on accident. On if accident. Anyone in 2022 ever explains that uh, Putin probably invaded Ukraine because of uh, NATO expansion, the threat right. of NATO expanding, uh, you know, e- either officially or unofficially into Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, everyone will just ignore the facts and the history and the evidence around that and just call you a Putin puppet. And uh, that's what I do. That way yeah. they don't have to address <laughs> the yeah. actual facts, facts of the fucking history and the story behind facts Russia and NATO. No, nah, exactly. we don't want facts. That's no. you just no. somebody, somebody, somebody. Yeah. I posted a link to John Mearsheimer's uh, talk he gave a couple of days ago, and, and somebody on Facebook said, just that's you're just parroting Putin's rhetoric, and I go, you're just pat, parroting Russian rhetoric, and I'm go, well, yeah, that's the point. If we're trying to understand why Russia's doing something, surely repeating right. what why they say they're doing it is a good starting point. Then we can debate the yeah. you know the the but you got to establish it the first. facts of of what yeah. they're claiming. Uh, but <laughs> like yeah, what you call parroting, I call listening and taking seriously. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> but you can so call it parroting t- if you like. Exactly. So during the time of Trump, it was fuck your feelings, and yeah. now it's fuck the, your facts. Well, right. even in the time well, of Trump, <laughs> yeah, were, facts didn't really all that matter. All the that same much. people yeah. were convinced that Trump had, you know, directly conspired with Putin to win the election. And I go, well, there's no evidence to. They go, fuck your evidence. I just <laughs> choose to believe that this is true. I, I yeah, feel like, it. Fuck your evidence about NATO expansion and why Russia's. <laughs> we're screwed. Anyway, fuck me. We're we're screwed. The ability to have an intelligent conversation about complex issues is—I uh, don't know if it's ever been there, really, but it's certainly not there now. It's but exactly. uh, the, my other point with this, with the sun, yes. though, Ray, yes. is I always yes. like to remind people uh, and remind myself. Mm-hmm about sure. the worship of the sun as the mm-hmm. probably the main god still in Rome at this time. And we know, you know, in Constantine's time, as we talked about on the Renaissance show, when we talked about Constantine, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you go to the Arch of Constantine and you read what's written on that in Latin, it talks about, uh, you know, worshipping the sun. There right. was still the main god. Solar worship was the main religion uh, of the Romans yeah. st- from this time all the way through, um, which makes a lot more sense than Judeo-Christian religion, right? They worship yeah. the sun, you know. It, it, it brings, gives you life. Brings life, yeah. that's right. Brings heat, crops. brings life, brings crops, yeah. exactly. Now, I worship solar panels, but it's still roughly the same thing. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, electric on, on your electric car. Um, well, I think I, I think that's enough for this episode. Uh, I think yeah, next started episode, with drugs. Yeah, with the sun. That's yeah. a full episode. That yeah. that's a full episode. And the next episode, I right. think. Um, uh, well, actually, oh, let me Nigerian just Nigerian prince. Let yeah. me just wrap up. Yeah, we'll get to the Nigerian prince in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Let me get to this one. Yeah. Um, Tacitus writes, I find in the registers of the Senate that Serialis Anicius, consul-elect, right. proposed a motion that a temple should as soon as possible be built at the public expense to the divine Nero. Uh. He implied indeed by this proposal that the prince had transcended all mortal grandeur <laughs> and deserved the adoration of mankind. Some however, interpreted it as an omen of his death, oh. seeing that divine honours are not paid to an emperor till he has ceased to live among men. Yeah, bitch. Now, Trump would have said, yes, I want a wall, I want to be a god, I want a temple, I want it now. I don't think Nero's going to go that route. Yeah, I. I there's nothing in um, Tacitus here that really says what the Senate said, how the Senate responded, right. or how Nero responded oh, to this. Right. Did you find I, anything in any of your books? I thought Tacitus, was it Robert Richard Holland? Shit. I thought it was Tacitus that said Nero, Nero himself vetoed this. Oh, okay. Saying, look, no, I, I possibly, yeah. I, I, no, don't get me wrong. I am fucking awesome. I am the shit totally agree with you but this is not something that is you know divine honors like you said for dead people i'm still very much alive um no thank you maybe later so if, yeah, if he, not cool. yeah, yeah if he did do that then that's a good sign that he's still operating with a mostly full deck so or he maybe he didn't want to tempt fate it could be that as well yeah well i'm sure it's all going to work out well for <laughs> serialis um Right, <laughs> and they named yeah. a uh, a penis hardening drug practically after him, so he's going to be immortal. Oh well, I mean, yeah, I mean Nero. That's because Nero was rock hard when this guy suggested he was a god. Um, wouldn't you be? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god! Oh. And I need a nap. <laughs> but so, I, in all seriousness, though, yeah. this is interesting. So we just talked about. Um, the offerings to the sun, yeah. they want to make Nero divine. Now, again, this is 65. Yeah. And to put this in context of uh, your Christianity that I've mentioned before, you know, we're just um, getting up to the period where they have all the troubles mm -hmm. in Jerusalem, the Jewish-Roman yes. war we're going to get up to. I've covered that a bit in the past with uh, a guest. Yes. Who was who was that? Oh, uh, um, was that Lindsay? No, no, some somebody. The who, cool who, guy with the hat. Want to talk about it? Oh, Dando. Dando yes. Collins. Yes, lovely yeah. gentleman. Yes, the Jewish Roman great War book. book. Yeah, God, that was great book. That was back in June. Yeah, it is a good book. Yeah. So we've talked about that, and we probably won't go into mm -hmm. that in much more detail, yeah. I guess, because I've already covered Just it. The tip. But. Um, just the tip, yeah. But, you know, so that is happening around this time. It's about to happen. Yeah. 66, I think that starts. And, yeah. 
And it's uh, as a result of that, for people that haven't seen my film yet, fuck you, or don't remember it, um, go watch it again. Oh, you're such a charmer. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. I know. The, the, the New Testament Gospels, right. the earliest of the New Testament Gospels, according to most New Testament scholars, mm-hmm. is probably the book according to Mark, and it was written probably in the late 60s or 70 CE after the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem. And and scholars assume that because Mark seems to infer that it has has been destroyed or will be destroyed. Jesus goes, oh, fuck it, you watch it. God's going to destroy the temple in Jerusalem. Now, either that was a prophecy or it had already happened and Mark uh, put those words in Jesus' mouth. Oh, Um, make him look good. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so they assume it was written after this. So, and this is really where um, you know the the God version of Jesus starts. Not in Mark. He, he's never to, to portrayed as a God in Mark. It's not till you get to really Matthew, Luke, and then John that he starts. It's really in John that he says basically, "I am God," and that he was written up. probably yeah. yeah he <laughs> levels up to a God. <laughs> That was written in about a hundred, give right. or take, right. uh, decades later, and and Paul's letters, which are written probably between fifty and sixty uh, CE, scholars think, sort of hint at uh, the divine nature, angelic nature, really of mm-hmm. Jesus. But you know, it's you know, in my film, I talk about how Augustus was made a god after he died. Well, Julius Caesar was made a god. Then Augustus was made a god, right. and and this continued to happen with the divinity of these guys. Uh, but here's at least one guy suggesting that Nero's a living god. Yeah, so, next level. Yeah. But the, the the point for me is to understand that th- this these sorts of ideas that a man could die and become a god, or in fact be a living god, right. Were were around. They they yeah. were in the climate of the times. Right. Uh, how widespread they were, we don't know. But if you have a like a serious senator, the consul elect, no less. The guy is about to be the consul in the year sixty six. He yeah. is suggesting that Nero is a living god. Right. Like if he thought that everyone would go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he would have kept you, his mouth shut. Stop. Maybe. Give me that cigarette. Yeah, what the fuck? Right. Put, oh, is, that a, is that a hemp cigarette? Yeah. From yeah. Do you have your medical marijuana license? Yeah, what the? <laughs> Put that out. Give it to me. It suggests the fact yeah. that he would say that out loud in the Senate suggests to me that it's. Right. He didn't think it would be perceived as a wholly crazy idea. He might right. get some pushback, but yeah. uh, not not like completely batshit crazy. So these ideas were out there. They were around, and, and the guys, when they were inventing Christianity, just sort of took these ideas. They probably oh, weren't right. the only ones. There's probably right. you know a bunch of religious cults running around like there are here today. Like there's... How many yeah. crazy cults are there around the world where the followers believe that the guy up the front is uh, some sort of right. a god or something? Uh, uh, there's always people who do that. There was and there was people back then. There's people now. That's just part of the human condition that people yeah. are going to do that. Yeah, not us though. All right. Uh, well, I mean, I've been trying to gods. get people to treat treat us as gods for years. God light, I mean, but that's fine. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, that's us. Uh, take care, everybody.